devil a tag team We keep a black and blue theme My guy be Shawn Michaels too is Mario Gennetti Two me the secrets like Hetty But keeps me in the mix like spaghetti Speed through life, Mario and Dreddy Fast but steady, I walk the danger zone Folks want to dead me I knew it wasn't my hood But it was no other way to get home I did want you to be a tag team Hey, what is up everybody? Welcome to the show, I see things a little differently I am the Slow Chemical, this is your Wednesday show This is the show that has been... Many, many years in the making, I guess, right? <laughs> like this movie. Um, this is your review of The Flash. Um, dude, this is, it's a week now. You know how this show goes. We don't do spoiler alerts. We don't believe in any of that stuff. So if you're listening to this, you know what you're getting. So <clears throat> I will say this. I, have, I do have, I'll say 99.9% of the fans of this show. You guys just know what you're getting. I remember there was a few times where people were like, oh, I forgot you spoil shit. And then I'm like, then I'll message people back say, you know, it's like two weeks later, right? Like, I'm very rarely on time. I, I, that's why, actually, I don't know if you guys noticed, but last year around this time, when movies were coming out, I was dropping the episodes the day of I was watching the movies. And I stopped doing that. Um, not for any particular reason. I just said, you know, there's no need to rush anything. <clears throat> you know? And, you know, people, I'm, I'm lucky to have a growing fan base with you guys that actually listen to the shows. And you guys are, you guys wait, you know, for Mondays and Wednesdays and stuff like that. And so I, it just was never a need to rush it, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's a week later now, you know. Take, let me take me a sip of water. But, yeah, The Flash, we, last week's episode was the anticipation of The Flash. I'm actually recording this uh, Thursday, the 15th. So a full week before we need to have the show out, but I'm recording it because I saw it today. I was not waiting. I did not want to be spoiled. I want nothing to be spoiled at all. Um, and my thought, my first raw thoughts, this is why I wanted to record it today. My first raw thoughts are, thoughts are it's, it was fine. <laughs> I don't know what the secret ending was supposed to be. If it was... The cameo of George Clooney showing up as Bruce Wayne again. If that was the secret ending, I don't quite understand that. Um, I don't think that was a secret ending. I think that was a lot of talk. Because they did so many screenings. Like, this movie was out. You know what I'm saying? So, just, I didn't think that was, I, if that was it, then okay, cool. But like, all right, um, the ending was basic. The movie was basic. Like, I, the, what I've come to a conclusion on is, if you say you did not like this movie, I'm doing air quotes. They're kissing me, doing air quotes. You, you just you are you are the people that just hate DC comic movies. And you know what? To your credit, I'm not going to disrespect you or pick on you. But to your credit, why would you like them? They've lost so many goodwill. I don't have, like, the grudge in me to keep for these things. You guys are better than me when it comes to that. Uh, but, like, if you don't like it, I don't see what there isn't to like. You know, I definitely think the visuals, whether you like... See, look here, I'm not picking on CGI. I'm a, let me tell you something. I'm an easy lay. You buy me flowers, you buy me dinner, I'll probably fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am not... 
<laughs> Jonathan Esther is messaging me right now. Um, and he, <laughs> I'm going to read his message. And I'm not going to stop the fucking show to message him back. But it says, it breaks my heart that nothing you said in there had anything to do with Batman. That means it sucked. I, I don't know how he got that from my three minute long, you know, little quick uh, uh, review of it to him. I'll message him back later, which is fucking hilarious. Um, but no, um, I just think it's, I, I just think it was basic. It's honestly, it felt more like an MCU movie with all the humor in it. And it felt more like an MCU movie than a DCEU movie. It felt like they got the balance right in this particular movie to where for as much dramatic tunes as there were, there was there were as many uh, upbeat tunes. Um, I thought Michael Keaton did great. Ben Affleck did great. Um, the cameos were... Oh, I, I, here's my thing. When I say fan service, right? I don't know how much fan service you could have gotten out of this when you had you have had to understand the history for it to be fan service. I'm doing air quotes again. Like when Michael Keaton says, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." Like no one in my movie theater popped for that. No one. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see the Nicolas Cage Superman, which is super dope because you have to know the history of why Nicolas Cage is fucking Superman. I watched that documentary. I understand the struggles that Kevin Smith and Nicolas Cage went through to get that Superman movie fucking made. It never got made. So to see him finally get that, and I don't know if it was just all CGI and he allowed them to use his likeness or not. I, I want to actually know the behind the scenes of all this stuff. And this is this is a this is a, a movie I will get a DVD on because I want to know all the behind the scenes stuff. That has stuff to do with the fucking movie and not the star doing ignorant shit, right? But, um, <clears throat> but I want to know if that was actually him playing a little bit of it. I thought he got a he got a good sign in. You got the first super girl. I don't know her real name, so I do apologize. We got the first super guy in there. I got Chris Christopher Reeves in there. Obviously, he's been passed on since, and um, to see him get that, then you have Adam West in there. Um, I'm mad. I didn't see Robin in there though. I just saw Adam West Batman. I did not see Robin, and Robin is still alive. Robin was in Christ on Infinite Earths. Burt Ward. Um, who else? Who else did you see? I think you. I think that was it. Henry Cavell, but he was he was the only member of the Justice League that you did not see his face. You saw his likeness in the shadow. I'm doing air quotes again, but you did not see his face. Uh, Aquaman was in the post credit scene, which was cool i guess um we'll get to that in a second um so i don't can you could say it's fan service i did not get that feeling at all um i got the feeling of if you don't know the the history you're not gonna get it you know that's just my opinion on that um but i thought the movie was fine you know um i'm not gonna say i didn't enjoy it um would i go pay money to see it again well, the movie was seven bucks <laughs> at the theater I go to where I live at. So, I mean, yeah, I was, I will go see it again. Um, my schedule is pretty crazy, so I'm not gonna see it anytime soon. But um, I thought the movie was good. You know, I, I liked I I liked the balance. I liked how the opening scenes you have Batflick in it, right? And you have him, and you see the the relationship they have, and you see uh, Ezra Miller. Like, Ezra Miller is all over this thing. Like. like that's this is this and I understand the conundrum they had. 
Ezra Miller is in literally every fucking scene possible. He's never not in this movie. Like, I can't think of a scene he's not in. He's literally in everything because he's playing two different Barry Allens. So, um, you see the relationship there. You see, like, the first form of the, spe uh, the speed force, which they did differentiate. Um... From the Grant Gustin one, I will say this. I have a rant about that. I'm going to stop myself here. They should be ashamed of themselves. They did not give Grant Gustin a cameo. Grant Gustin put up with a lot of shit writing for nine seasons. I understand. It's reported he made $100,000 an episode, so he's a millionaire. Congratulations to him. I do not give a flying fuck. He should have had a cameo in this movie. The fact that he, because I don't know if you guys know the backstory, but... How uh, Ezra Miller even got to be in Crisis on Infinite Earths was Greg Berlanti had the idea to bring him in as Flash is running through the Speed Force and finding everybody. And they asked Grant Gustin, Grant Gustin, hey, would you mind if we bring Ezra Miller in this thing for this scene? And Grant said, yeah, no doubt. Like, yeah, hell yeah. This is, that's, that's a great idea. You know, he could have kiboshed that. He didn't. I don't think Ezra Miller could botch him. Let's get that straight. I'm not saying he did. I'll be surprised if Ezra Miller did. But, like, they, as the producers, the directors, they should have given him a cameo. Like, as much as we saw the Speed Force in this movie, we should have at least seen a cameo. For God's sakes, they used CW footage for that fucking crossover, air quotes again, for the, the Titans' final season. That wasn't actually him. Yeah, it was a fucking stock footage. So anyways, um, the Speed Force, they did differentiate it here. I liked how it was completely yellow and how you he wasn't like looking to the sides or wherever. He was just like looking straight ahead. The first scene, I got what they were trying to do. They were trying to have a moment like Quicksilver had in those uh, X-Men movies. Nothing's going to top those Quicksilver movie scenes that uh, Brian Singer put together. But I thought this was fun for what it was. As you see uh, Flash going low on food and eating as he's saving babies. And he, put, he put a fucking baby in a microwave. I'm surprised they kept that in the fucking movie. Um, but um, I thought that was cool. And like I said, I also love the different takes of Batman where you have Michael Keaton essentially, essentially congratulating Ezra, uh, Barry Allen for doing what he did while Ben Affleck has come to grips with, hey, this is who I am. I like who I am. Or I can deal with who I am. You know, like you see the the, the different dynamics, which I'm, I think that's fucking cool. I, I like how they did that. Um, and so then after his conversation with uh, Iris, who didn't have much screen. Now, this was, Iris, like, <laughs> it's unfortunate because Iris was cut from the, 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 the weeding cut. Then she had maybe all of four minutes in the, the Snyder cut. I want to say she was another five minutes in this one, but in the end, they're going out on their first date, whatever, um, at the end of the movie. But um, after he talks to her, that's when he decides to run. And here's where I do think that I, I actually did like the visuals. If you are a CGI head and you can't do a bad CGI or what you perceive to be bad CGI, I don't know what good CGI is and bad CGI. To me, the only, not the only thing. One of the things, I'm not counting TV shows, because TV shows have a, limited, have a limited budget. But the time I can remember seeing bad CGI, where I was like, oh, that's bad CGI, was that Rhino in the first Black Panther movie. When I saw that first one, I was like, oh, wow, they shouldn't have put that in the movie. That looks horrible. 
I remember, I remember saying it to myself when I first saw it. I was like, yeah, they shouldn't have done that shit. You know, but I don't usually say that because, look here, it's a comic book movie. A lot of these things are going to be hard to do, especially when there's time crunches, etc., etc. Now, no DC movie should be going through this because they don't put out uh, product like Marvel does. And Marvel doesn't need to be doing that shit either. But I understand why. Hold on a second. I understand why um, they do, you know, but it sounds like that's going to slow down. It's another topic. Anyways, um, then you end up seeing the, the Speed Force, and you see him reversing time, and you actually see, instead of him running forward, you see him moving backward. Not moving backwards, you see his legs moving backwards, which I thought was kind of cool, actually, because I'm like, oh, you are reversing time, so why would you be running forward? Just a little nod there, and I can't think of a time in the comics where I saw that myself, but honestly, I read so many Barry Allen or Flash comic books, I can't remember shit like that, dude. I just can't. Uh, he's one of the few characters I keep up. I don't keep up with them anymore because it's just too many fucking Flash comics out there. But um, I thought that was cool, and I also thought like the the graphics of of anybody he was seeing in the Speed Force. I don't even know what that's called. I feel like it's like an animation or whatever. I know it's animation, but I don't know what the, te the technical term is. I'm doing air quotes again. I don't know what that is, but I thought that was actually cool. I really did. I liked it. Sue me. Um, but I thought that was cool. And then he goes back in time, and essentially he remember he pinpoints the time that the thing that, saved his, that could save his mom's life. And... Um, he did, and uh, essentially he uh, a tomato can. His dad went to go get, and that's how he she's murdered. We never actually even come close to knowing who murdered her, which I thought was smart because that shouldn't have been the focus of this movie. The focus should have been all about Barry going back in time, and they actually made a change to the mom. The mom was Hispanic. Thought that was interesting as well, um, and so. You see that you see that all stuff. Whatever you never see her get murdered, you see the knife in her stomach. Um, and then a part that he cut out is, I guess Barry, when he was told to call nine one one, he ran out of the house. But dude, they never expand on it, you know. So I was like, damn, okay, that's interesting, you know. Um, so he goes back in time. He moves the tomato can. He puts it in the uh, the cart so that way she doesn't die. But what happens is when he goes back, he still has his powers originally. He ran into his old self. He wasn't supposed to, you know, but he went back in time and he stayed there because uh, a mystery character turns out to be Barry Allen. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Knocked him out of speed force on a particular day. And so you're sitting there like, OK, that's interesting because because I didn't even think of it that he not. I didn't even think about it until he said in the end. But he did knock him out at a very particular time. Because as Barry was in the Speed Force, another difference they had was he stuck his head out of the Speed Force to see where he was exactly. Because he could see in the Speed Force the, like certain moments, but he couldn't see where he was. So he stuck his head out to see the where he was. And so he dropped himself off in a particular place. So I did think, you know what? That's cool. So that way you, you, can, you can navigate shit like that. Um... Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, um, that's cool. So anyways, um, he ends up having to uh, tell Barry, younger Barry, uh, uh, not everything, but essentially what's going on. 
And then he knocked him. Then he, that's when he realized that, hey, I have to make sure he gets powers. Otherwise, I won't have powers in the future. What happens when they do the power thing is Barry from the future loses his powers while new Barry gets his powers. Um, <clears throat> and he adjusts to him pretty quickly, but not. Uh, he adjusts to him pretty quickly, but he's very fucking annoying. Very annoying. And then, then that's when you see Zod come out. And uh, Zod um, says he's looking for the Kryptonian. Everyone thinks he's talking about Kal-El. Um, I did not think he was talking about Kal-El, just for the record. I, I, my first thought was he's looking for fucking Kara. But anyways, um, that's when older Barry... <laughs> how am I going to do this? I'll just say future Barry. Fuck it. That's when he has the idea to go to Wayne Manor. And that's when you see Wayne Manor, what's become... Bruce Wayne's a recluse. He has a beard and long hair now. Um, and he's making spaghetti. And he's telling them, hey, who was stupid to mess with the time? And blah, blah, blah. And essentially says he's not going to help anybody, right? Because he says Gotham doesn't need Batman anymore. Because Gotham is one of the most safest cities in the world. Which you've never heard anyone say before in our, in our life. And so what's in the, what ends up happening is... Um, they end up going to the Batcave and just figuring some stuff out. They get into a little fight and future Barry has to apologize to younger Barry and realize that, hey, he doesn't know that his mom dies. So he doesn't realize why he's here because he hasn't told him that yet, you know? Um, and so the next morning, uh, Bruce Wayne helps him out after Barry, older Barry, future Barry, uh, just says, hey, I don't know what's going on here. And he's, he's trying to tell him about Superman. Like, in this Earth, Remember, on Batman's Earth, 89 Batman's Earth, there was never a Superman connection. Only time you ever heard Superman of any of the Batman was, not, we're, not, we're not even counting the Snyder people, was uh, George Clooney's version of it. Otherwise, we've never heard that. So he doesn't know anything about Justice League, about any of these people. And so he finds out where the Kryptonian is in Russia. They go to Russia, and this is where you see uh, Batman show his ass off. Uh, this 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 entire set uh, segment or all this was to showcase Batman how badass he is, and I thought it was a great little setup. You see them; they think it's they think they're finding Clark, but it's not. It's a woman. They don't know who it is. They just grab her. Uh, Future Barry does. He says, "No, she she needs help. Let's just grab her." And so he grabs her, and then um, they get out in the sun. They end up getting caught. And then that's when Future Bear says, what are we going to do? Batman wants to play. He says, try not to die. And that's when Kara, who's absorbed some sunlight, uses her powers. And then she passes out really fast. They take her back to Wayne Manor. And uh, essentially, there's a lot of anger with Kara. And the thing people don't know about Kara, and I know most people will associate the live action version with Melissa Benoit. Um, one, Melissa Benoit did the best she could with what she was given. A gorgeous woman. I think she played it as well as she could for what type of uh, <clears throat> Supergirl they wanted her to be. Um, but Supergirl is actually a pretty badass, and I did like how, like, as Supergirl is like soaking it up, talking to younger Barry, she's like, "Well, this these these people on this earth don't deserve to be saved." Like that's how she came onto the comic books was with a lot of anger, you know, and like very much frustration. So she like flies off. And so, um, younger Barry um, goes to tell Future Barry what's going on, and 
the future is trying to get his powers back. And so he's shocked, gets shocked by electri- electricity, and he wants Bruce to, to do it again. And Bruce just tries to do it again, but it, it's, uh, it's stuck. There's no charge. Well, Supergirl, meantime, she literally goes and she sees Zod. And she, she, she realizes these humans don't have a chance against Zod. So she flies back to Wayne Manor and she puts Barry up into the sky and into the thunder. And younger Barry now has this connection to future Barry because now he knows that his mom dies. So Barry's passed out. His powers are back, but he's passed out. And then when he wakes up, um, Supergirl asks him, hey, why did you help me? He says, you need to help. And so she looks at her suit and says, um, do you know what this means? And he says, hope. And she says, I will help you fight Zod. Um, you could tell younger Barry and her had a, a somewhat of a connection. Um, and by the way, whoever this chick is that played Kara is hot. I, I love the short hair. She's, I don't know who she is. Never seen her before in my life, but she's hot. Just had to say that. Anyways, um, so Batman then... It's like, are we the Justice League? And he says, that's when he says the line, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. And so then uh, they all go to the fights at this final battle. And I thought for a final battle, I've seen some criticism about this final battle. I saw it from two particular people. I'm not going to say their names. But they're, you know, um, critics or whatever. And um, <clears throat> I didn't think anything was wrong with it. I thought the fight was supposed to be what it was. Once again, I didn't think anything about this movie was bad. That's saying a lot. Miss Marvel, the first Miss Marvel, was a fucking bad movie. I don't care what... Yeah, it made a billion dollars, and it was still a fucking bad movie. This wasn't a bad movie. I just don't... Yeah, I think it was just a lot of DC hate, honestly. Well, then you see that younger Barry and older Barry have this connection, and they go around... But this this is when you see um, a finite, I want to say a finite point, um, an absolute point. Um, Supergirl still isn't up to full strength, you know, but she's fighting Zod or whatever, and he kills her. And then all of a sudden, Batman gets killed too. And so younger Barry's like, I mean, future Barry's like, what the fuck? So younger Barry's like, we have to save them. No one has to die. Can't we go back and do it? So they both go back in the Speed Force together. Future Barry goes back reluctantly because he doesn't want to keep fucking shit up. And so they keep going back, and every time they go back, they both die. Batman and Supergirl. And Younger Barry wants to go back, but Future Barry's looking. And he realizes he like he's in the same time. You know, he's like, and you see all around them, every scenario of them dying. And that's when and Younger Barry is going back, 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 back. That's when Future Barry says, no, we can't. We keep fucking shit up. And this is an absolute point. Like, we can't keep doing this. And Younger Barry doesn't get it. And that's when, uh, uh, what is this? are they calling him for this movie? Was it, was it like Death Flash or something like that? Um, essentially, Death Flash. Come, I'm going to call him Death Flash. That's not his name, but that's what I'm going to call him. That's when you see Death Flash, because um, Younger Barry goes back one more time, and Death Flash comes in and traps uh, uh, Future Barry in the Speed Force, 
A. He's like, um, and that's when you, that's when like his, his uh, they start fighting or whatever, and that's when his mask kind of breaks. And you see, it's like an old version of Barry who has trapped himself in the Speed Force to save his mom. And he says, I can't, I see, and he's, that's when he reveals, I sent you at that point, September 29th, to save her. But now I realize what the infinite point was. It's you. I have to kill you. I never thought it'll be you I have to I would have to kill. He says, but you're the only way I can save my mom. But you see how long this dude's been in the speed force. He's been trapped. His mind is gone. So then he go Death Flash then goes to kill Future Barry, and that's when Younger Barry steps in the way and gets killed. And um, that's what then wipes out Future Barry, I mean, uh, Younger Barry, Death Flash. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't, this is what you guys know, because someone asked me the other day, like, you drink a lot of water. I don't actually talk much, except for when I'm doing these shows. So, two times a week for about an hour and a half, sometimes two hours, depending on the show I'm doing, how many shows I'm doing, I'm literally talking and projecting my voice that I usually don't project my voice. But my job, once like the first four hours are over, like the next six hours, it's just a regular job. And so it's just like, it's just quiet. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, that's when, which I thought that was a cool little twist, actually. To see that that was a, ver a version of Barry that just trapped himself in the speed force until a version of Barry could save his mom and would, st and would save his mom. But it was always Barry who would do the right thing in the end and let his mom pass away. Because that's an infinite point. Or fine, whatever it's called. And so, I thought it was a little sad to see the younger Barry, for as immature as he was during the entire time, you saw that he finally got it. The last time he was like, he started looking around, speed force himself, seeing all the ways Carl was, was dying. Essentially, you're making those two suffer, Carl and Batman. And I thought the way Michael Keaton's Batman went was was nice too, because when they came back from Russia and you see all the blood and him stitching himself up, you see he feels alive again. He's smiling, and when Barry is holding him after his first death, he says, "I'm so sorry. I I I, I can't. I could I could try to bring you back." And Batman knows what he means, but he says, "You already brought me back. Like you 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 gave me a reason to live again. You know what I'm saying? That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah." Um, to see the younger, younger Barry finally make that heroic move, that was pretty fucking dope. So anyways, uh, Barry's running and he gets back to his time where his dad, now it's a part of the movie I left out. At the beginning of the movie, Batflick was trying to find footage of his dad and his dad's alibi, but his dad didn't have an alibi was well, that had an alibi, but the cameras in the store, you couldn't see his face. He never looks up. Well, I think he did change this because the final scene he has with his mom before he lets her die, he goes, he's, he's like, he's dressed like a complete hobo. There he is. And he like, he puts the tomato uh, soup back or the tomato can back. And he looks up at the camera and he speeds off. So it feels like he manifested that or something, right? Anyways, um, he gets back to town. That's when he realizes he's going to be late to, to court. He gets to court. 
And that's when the same technology that Bruce Wayne had said um, when uh, uh, Absolve his dad did. <laughs> Except this time on a camera, because things have changed, um, you see his dad look up. And so his dad now is found innocent, blah, blah, blah. That's where you leave the dad and all that stuff. And at the end is when Iris asks him out on a date. And then that's when Bruce Wayne calls and you talk. And you can tell by the voice it's a different Bruce Wayne. Um, you can tell it wasn't baffling. I couldn't pinpoint who it was, um, but I could tell it was a different, been a, a, a different Batman. And that's when you see uh, George Clooney get out of a car and Barry says, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and um, that's when uh, he's looking at him. He's like, you're Batman? And George Clooney's like, Barry. Serious, and that's when he just like, kind of like smiles, and it's like a nut winking and nod to yeah, he's fucking Batman, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's when we cut the cut to the credits, and then the final scene, which is the post credit scene, is Barry talking to Aquaman about it. I, I excuse me, I forgot two things. Ray Fisher wasn't in this movie, uh, so the, it was Henry Cavill and Ray Fisher wasn't in this movie. Um, but he's telling um. Aquaman, a drunk Aquaman, um, about the speed force and going back in time, and Aquaman is just too drunk. This was just a cameo, just to get Aquaman in the movie. But there was another cameo I completely forgot. In the first fight scene, um, Alfred's calling Barry, and he's like, "Hey, I can't do it. Call Superman. Superman's busy." So you look on the TV and you see Superman saving someplace. He says, "Call Wonder Woman." Oh, uh, she's busy too. She's not. Oh, she's not answering my phone. That's what. That's what Alfred says. And Barry says, well, "Okay, I guess I'll go." Well, at the very end, right as Batman is uh, about to like lose grip on one of the villains, which I think is, um, it's a it's the mob boss. It's not Calfoni. Calfoni. I can't remember the mob boss's name. Um, but his son. Anyways. Um. Why is he about to lose him? Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, um, makes a save with the the, the, the lasso of truth. The lasso, excuse me. And she pulls him up. And I think, I still have not watched Shazam, but I think she's in Shazam too. So she just made cameo after cameo after cameo. I, my question is this. I have a serious fucking question real quick. Why can she make cameos, but Henry Cavill can't make cameos? Because they said that all these older older characters are out. Batman, Batflick's out, Henry Cavill's out, Gal Gadot's out, uh, uh, what's his name? Jason Momoa's out, Ray Fisher's out. They said all these people are out, Like, but Wonder Woman has made cameos in this movie and Shazam. And then Batflick is in this movie. So why can she? Is it because they just don't like Cavell? Like I don't. I, that's that's a question I would like to be have answered to me. I, I think I think that's fucking weird. Anyways, she makes a save. She's in the movie, movie for all of one minute, um, and it's clear that her and Batman have a thing. They're flirting with each other. Um, but yeah, I, I completely skipped over that. And what? I'm sorry if you're a super Wonder Woman fan. Why would I remember that? It was a minute. Sorry. Um, but anyways. Overall, I would give this thing a seven. You know, um, there was nothing special about it, but there's nothing bad about it. Like, could, could I see myself watching it again? Sure, absolutely. 
Um, I'm sure there's some things I missed in it as well. Um, but I enjoyed it. You know, I thought this is not the end of the DCEU. We still have fucking Aquaman. So let's not be foolish here. And I don't understand how that this reboots everything. This that's what's confusing to me. Is I don't know what James Gunn is talking about as far as like this is rebooting everything. That's weird to me. But I thought it was a fitting in to the Michael Keaton 89 Batman. Unfortunately, we will never see this again. And we were deprived of a Batgirl movie. Which apparently was terrible, but whatever the fuck. Um and I hope that's not the end of Supergirl. Um and it was a fitting into Batfleck. I thought if this is the last time we see Wonder Woman and those two together, I thought that was a fun connection they had. Chemistry. And um thought it was cool. So uh yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven. You know, I thought every scene with Batman was badass. Um, and very vital to, to anything that, uh, Barry Allen did. Um, and I even thought Ezra Miller played, played it very well. Playing two different characters, I thought it was a good thing to see both sides of it. The very immature Barry who could not understand the, 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 the responsibilities and the one that too much understood the response, the responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? The one that, who didn't have the scars yet. But yet understood enough to say, hey, you know, this has to be done. So, well, anyways, that is my take on it. Um, I do think you should go watch it. Unless you hate Ezra Miller, then that's a different story. Then you can hate the man. More power to you. But um, that is the show for this week. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Hope you guys are safe. Hope you guys are blessed. I'm so chemical. This is, I see things a little differently. And I am out. <laughs>